Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Inside the sacred video vault, it's your boy JB. Hey, I'm Eddie. The worst boy. The worst boy. <laughs> How's it going, Eddie? I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, just, uh, just enjoying, enjoying my day. Just having a good day. Doing laundry at my house for the first time. Yep, I just had to stop by and do that. I'm going to New Orleans in a day. I don't have time to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's plug this at the beginning, just oh. while it's fresh in your mind. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna be in New Orleans for a festival called the Hell Yes Fest. A stand-up sketch and improv comedy festival is taking place. Um, I'm going to be flying there from the 15th to 19th. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be from the 15th to 19th. I'm probably going to be there until... I'm going to be there until the 20th. But yeah, if you guys are like, you know, in the area and want to say hi, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eddie's going to be there with his improv team, the 96 Bulls. Yeah. Should be fun. They're a very good team. I'm very excited. Yeah. I mean, yeah. New Orleans is a fun town. Yeah, it's my first time going, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, you're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. All right, folks, so normally during the week we come to you with a movie review because we did Blade Runner last week. This week we're going to do a little something different because with the holidays coming up, Eddie's going to New Orleans, I've got a lot to do ahead of Thanksgiving. It's in lieu of a movie this week. It's a pay-per-view weekend, so we are going to give you our predictions for Survivor Series, WWE. Yeah. I'd rather also, I think, um, yeah, Survivor Series is going to be a great pay-per-view. Um, we're, yeah, we're not going to be able to really do a review. So, And also, I think it's going to be fun because the, this pay-per-view has absolutely no... Like, there's very few canon implications. These are all just, like, yeah. fun dream matches. Exactly. Right? It's like, so it's like, okay, let's just do predictions. And then we, you know, like, because anything's kind of up in the air, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, and we could still do a review, I mean, because I, I could Skype you in, as we discussed. Yeah, but I think, for some reason, I've had a lot more fun predicting Survivor Series than almost any other pay-per-view, even the Rumble. Like, All right. Like, I had a lot of, I've had a lot of fun thinking about the Survivor Series this year. Um, just, like, really, since SummerSlam, I've been excited about it, so uh, it's fun to, like, you know... All right, well, that, well that's it. Let's get right to the card. Uh, on the pre-show, right where it belongs... For the Cruiserweight Championship, Enzo Amore versus Kalisto. Yeah, cool. Let's skip this one. Let's get to the actual show. Well, uh, yeah, just just who do you, who do you have? Enzo. Yeah, me too. Because they're they're probably gonna have Enzo getting a rivalry with Pete Dunne, Rockstar Spud, uh, or maybe uh, I think Tyler Bate. I don't know. I think it'll be Cedric Alexander. I don't think Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne are really gonna pop up. I think that was just for the UK. Um, yeah, but apparently Pete Dunne's canceled a bunch of his indie dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they keep, and, and also Pete Dunne is over 205. It's like mm -mm. two games too. 205, exactly. Is he? Pete Dunne's a little guy, dude. Why are you so small? Uh, he yeah. looks big. Tyler Bate shocked me. When I found out he was 180, I was like, what? He's also like 20. Yeah, he's 20. Um, Pete Dunne probably doesn't, he doesn't have to wrestle, I guess, in the 205 division, so they probably will. They'll probably save him. Yeah. It's kind of a waste of time to put him over there. All right, so... Yeah, Tyler Bate. It's kind of a waste of time for both. Just keep it on NXT for a while. Okay, so you and I both have Enzo. Great, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Now we got um, the battle of the mid-card belts. We're going to have The Miz from Raw. From SmackDown, it's either going to be Corbin, Baron Corbin, or uh, Sin Cara. Yeah. Um, now, last year, Miz had a match with Sami Zayn at Survivor Series. This is this is when Miz was on SmackDown, mind you. Solid, solid show. Yeah, yeah Sami Zayn on Raw. Yeah, match between him and Sami Zayn for the IC title. And then um, no. the Miz's wife, Maurice, mm -hmm. rings the bell, causing a DQ. So yeah. the belt doesn't change hands. Okay. 
this one it's not so sure it's not so clear because okay you could have heel versus heel you could have heel versus face it's yeah it's I don't know I you know what with this one I'm I'm just gonna go with the Miz because he needs the win more I'd say nah I'm gonna disagree I, so here's the thing the women's championship and the IC championship is going to whoever wins the IC is going to win the women's and vice versa I uh, sorry whichever brand wins the IC the opposite brand is going to win. Uh, okay, so you're saying that if that if that if Miz wins in this one, it'll be it'll be SmackDown, Charlotte, or, Charlotte or, or Natalia, or, or Natalia, or sorry, Charlotte, Natalia, yeah, exactly. Uh, SmackDown, they're interchangeable because they're both heel versus heel matches, and no one really gets ahead anyway. Yeah, uh, these are both just Pride matches. There's yeah, like the, the last heel versus heel match I can I can remember is uh, Undertaker versus Big Boss Man at WrestleMania. Where Big Bossman got got hung from the cell. I mean, there's a couple uh, recently. But, but that's the one that really stands out, though. Yeah. Oh, you mean good? Yeah. I mean, the Shield versus the Wyatts. That was technically heel versus heel. That's true. Um, I I think both teams were like kind of. It was just cool as long as you're like cool. It's over. Um, like like so, Baron Corbin, in my opinion, will probably win this one, only because, um. Actually, you know what? I think the Miz... Actually, I'll take that back. I think the Miz will win, especially after everything that just happened on Raw. The Miz and the tag team champions just took a, a massive L. Yeah. So, I think... I've always had my money on Cesaro, and the, the Shield or the Bar, I guess, whoever was the Raw champion, taking down the SmackDown champion. Mm. Um, so, if my math is correct, the Miz should also take a win here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's very fair. Depends on... Because Baron Corbin will probably beat Sin Cara. Yeah. And he doesn't need a lot, so he will take that loss, but the Miz needs to gain a win back. Yeah. And the Usos, we'll get to that We'll get that a little later about how excited I am about this match, but the Shield was already scheduled to face the Usos, Usos and we're probably going to win, so I think the Raw champion's probably going to win that. That's the only way... That's the only reason I'm basing my... I mean, yeah. Either way, though, if that'll be a good match, my personal... Opinion probably that's gonna be a overall win. All right, so so that said, let's say the the Miz wins the match against the United States champion. You got Alexa Bliss versus either Natalia or Charlotte. You think that uh, Natalia or Charlotte takes that one? I think it's gonna be Charlotte. Yeah, I think one hundred percent Charlotte. Um, Charlotte. Yeah. Is keep in mind, folks, we're recording this like late Monday night slash early Tuesday morning, right after watching Raw. Yeah. Uh, so. So tomorrow on SmackDown, there is a match between Natalia and Charlotte. Winner gets the SmackDown Women's Championship. That is correct. Um, so I think um, Charlotte will probably win this one because I I could see one heel versus heel match. I could see two. Currently have two. You have a way to get out of a third one by having Charlotte, who's technically a face, win. So I think Charlotte would be the smarter move if she turns face, and then she's also going to have just won the. Alexa Bliss, let's mind you, Alexa Bliss kind of did nothing this episode. She can take yeah. she can take or leave the loss. It's like not important, but Charlotte yeah, would win more absolutely. than Alexa would. Yeah, yeah. And she, Alexa already won her amazing her match against Mickey James. Right, and then and then you said with the the Bar versus uh, the Usos, the tag team championships facing off against each other, yeah. you're gonna have the Bar taking that one. Yes, and the reason why is one, the Usos don't really need the win as much. Of course uh, they, not. No. They've defended. They've won that ch- after their feud with the New Day. They kind of like are are pure at this point. Like they don't need to take the win here. But the Bar, however, has taken at least I think like well, aside from the championship, when they won the championship before that, they had taken I think four straight losses, and then they just took one today. So, in my opinion, the Bar really doesn't need the loss. I. Is just in need of a little bit of legitimizing. Yeah, because I think the Usos are about to go on to like a full. They're about to turn face. I think they're gonna go face. Yes, they're gonna go face. Whereas um, Benjamin and Gabe will turn heel. Yeah, I mean that's just a that's just conjecture. They could change their mind. And, and that and that was a heel turn. That's an upcoming heel turn that's kind of coming out of nowhere. Yeah, I think they just realized that like Gable and Benjamin kind of smarter smarter. If they like just are arrogant. Yeah. Where like Benjamin is like. A piece of shit because he's like, I'm fucking Shelton Benjamin and I've been I'm the man and here's my little boy Chad Gable <laughs> and Chad Gable's like, yeah, I'm running the interview with, like this asshole like and then it allows for one of them to turn face on the other like it's 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 okay yeah like, it's gonna be weird it depends on how they play it. Speaking of tag team matches, here's one that 
you're very excited for. I'm moderately excited for it. You got The Shield, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins versus The New Day. Why are you only moderately excited about that? That's a fucking... Because I feel that this match is very rushed. Like, it's... They kind of put it together because they didn't have confidence in the card beforehand. And now it's like, oh, Shield versus New Day. There's nothing on the line. Like, I feel that... And I also feel that their, their respective, for lack of a better word, gimmicks, they're such an odd matchup against each other because you got the New Day who are... Kind of like the AV. It's like the if the kids from Stranger Things were a wrestling group. Yeah. And then I you got the Shield who are just. I think the new yeah, edgy. I guess I don't know. Yeah, like the New Day kind of like. The New Day are kind of beyond, like they 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 have that. Like I know we were talking about that with the Usos when they were facing each other. It was like the punks versus like the kids, and it was whatever. But in this case, the New Day are kind of like not just punks at this point like they are the leader you could like they kind of are being touted as the masterminds of the smackdown takeover like they really led the oh yeah kind of like the uh, and now it's like the evil geniuses up in the tower yeah they're like the evil nerd geniuses and raw has hired mercenaries to take out the leader of smackdown like if you think about it that way that's a pretty cool storyline like where the fuck and also i i don't think it was lack of confidence i think it was that roman reigns had because roman reigns was out i think they wanted to do this match to begin with and they just weren't sure which is why they made oh, it was gonna which, yeah all right which is why that, they that makes pulled sense. the pulled the uh pulled the trigger on this i think this match was supposed to happen to begin with um i think i guess i guess what it is is this match was supposed to happen. The Usos versus Shield were supposed to happen and then they decided to pull the trigger on the Shield reunion yeah so then this match was supposed to happen Probably a lot, like this matchup was supposed to happen a long enough time, but they were kind of like biding their time until last week, which is why they changed the titles. But to be honest, I think uh, this was supposed to happen earlier, which is why there's been such a little feud. They're just waiting for Roman Reigns to come back. That that definitely makes sense. Because they got uh, Dean Ambrose, who in the in the the match earlier tonight with Miz in the bar, he was there just going, no, come on, come on. Hit me, come well, on. And I mean, then... each, each member is also, uh, uh, each member, like, the Shield is, is a perfect mirror of the New Day. Like, just everything from their careers, too. Like, they were first, New Day were supposed to be the faces that couldn't get over, so they became heels. Yeah. And they stayed together. The Shield, and they became faces. The Shield, um, also, they, they, they are, go- the New Day are guys that wanted to be main eventers that couldn't, so they banded together mm-hmm. and became heels, right? Either that became faces, then heels. The Shield were a bunch of rookies who started off heels, became faces, and now they're all world champions. So it's kind of like a weird yeah. change there. But on top of that, um, they all match each other perfectly. Xavier Woods is like that wild card Ambrose energy, the type of. Yeah. Thing. Rollins is obviously Kofi, is Kofi Kingston, and Biggie is Roman Reigns. They're all perfect matches of one another. Uh, so. It's like just like it's like an evil mirror pairing of each other. Like they're kind of like the super cool mercenary guys. So it's like Bizarro like, Shield. It almost. is. They're the Bizarro Shield. Or Bizarro New Day, however. Or either one. It. Depends on how you want. Yeah. yeah. One is super colorful and like talks about unicorn power, and the other is like dark mercenaries. And also, they all like Madden. <laughs> <laughs> like they all like the same stuff. Like yeah, Xavier Woods brings fucking and Seth Rollins are like. And Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns and Biggie and Kofi Kingston all love One of the games. best videos I've seen from uh, Up, Up, Down, Down, uh, folks, that's Xavier Woods' gaming channel on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out. This would have been back from 2015. Um, I think it was in the fall. One of the funniest videos I've seen is Xavier Woods taking on Seth Rollins and they're playing Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and then um cuz for you played that game, right? Which one? Turtles in oh, Time. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so you know Donald Donatello, I almost said Donald Duck. Donatello, he's got that long-range bow, so he's the most he's, he's the most Yeah, he's the character you want to be. And so Xavier Woods says to Rollins, "Oh, so let me guess, you want to be Donatello?" And Rollins just goes, "No, nah, you you can have that idiot." And everyone's like, what? Because Rollins shows Leonardo who had the worst weapon. Yeah, I mean, I love Leonardo, though. Yeah. But Leonardo's hard mode for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they're talking about CrossFit, and Rollins is like, oh, the best thing about CrossFit? I never get hurt. 
a month later, he tears his ACL and is out for like six he months. He really did. He sucks. I uh, know yeah. he's great. He just he sucks, man. Like he, oh man, for Seth Rollins really thought he was invincible for like a week, and then he got injured <laughs> twice. Like Remember, he really thought to himself. He was like, he was saying out loud, "Yo, I never get injured. I never get injured." And then he got like the worst injury. Yeah. And then a ACL, week, MCL, and meniscus. And then he had three months, and then. He did it again. Like, it's like, well, Seth Rollins, what are you doing, man? Come on, repair that thing. Good <laughs> no, I, I love Seth Rollins very much. Yeah. Anyway, but, but um, who do you got, Shield or New Day? Uh, the Shield. The New Day needs to take the loss. Basically... I agree. Uh, so, the New Day... Basically, the New Day have to pay for Under Siege, and so does Team SmackDown. I'll get to yeah. that later. But the New Day has been walking around bragging about how they led the march, and like... You know, the New Day and the Shield can both say, but also here's the thing, the New Day won't break up, the Shield is about to break up, so yeah. the Shield needs to at least get one good win in. Yeah, they do. And then you can cut the cord, like, tomorrow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could. You know, like, it's okay. Like, they get, this is like them bounding together to protect Raw, and take out the leaders, and then they're like, alright, fist bumps and they out of here. Yeah. That's all. Now, moving on, we've got, uh, the, we've got a traditional 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw for the women. We got Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bayley going up against Becky Lynch, Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, and Tamina Snuka featuring Lana as an escort. Yeah. I'm. This should be a, a showcase of athleticism on both ends. If they it, give it enough time, then yeah. Yeah, as long as as long as they don't rush this, they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Team SmackDown because Team Raw took the win last time. Team Raw is not unified. Yeah. You can't have Team SmackDown lose. Team Raw after. is playing not to lose as opposed to playing to win. Does that make sense? Yes, and Team Raw, yeah. Team SmackDown on the other hand, just had that wonderful moment of like Becky Lynch and the women of SmackDown uniting to like kick the shit out of James Ellsworth. Like that's huge. Like that's like that's they are they are bonding. They are actually a bonded cohesive unit of women who have actually put aside their differences in order to be on the same team. Yeah, because like, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've noticed this, but first off, Becky Lynch is looking ripped as fuck. Yeah, Becky's great. She's doing a great job. No, no, no. She's like definitely put on like put on some muscle. She looks ready to kick ass and take names. Yeah. Carmella, perfect heel heat as, you know, oh, I'm wearing a one piece. I miss money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. but she's, she's a face in this. Though. She's totally a face right now. Like, she's... She will be back to being a heel, but when she yeah. super kicked Ellsworth, it was like, oh, you're kind of a face now. Yeah, because James Ellsworth, I mean, <laughs> they put they did no chin music on him. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so you've got Team SmackDown. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Raw just Good. because I I feel that that the SmackDown ladies don't need the win. The Raw women do. Because yeah, because first off, Alicia Fox is the captain. I don't know what the what the hell that's about. So you want Team? No, the reason why is because Team. Team Raw looks just like one of Hodgepodge, too. It's led by a heel. Uh, if you had Sasha Banks do it, then it'd be like, oh, face versus face. But because Alicia is in charge and she's, like, making all these crazy rules for the women's team, like, when she gets pinned, it's going to be, like, over. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, like, one of those things where she'll get pinned last, she'll take the main pin, and the SmackDown women can probably go... SmackDown women are probably going to go 4-0 to zero on this one. Like, they'll probably win 4-1. Four four It'll be Becky... Um, I guess Natalia. No, no, no. Um, it would be um. Probably, probably Tamina takes the first fall. No, wait, hang on. Uh, who's the women's team again? Becky Lynch, Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, and Tamina. Yeah, Charlotte won't be in that match. It'll be Natalia because Charlotte will be the women's. Champion. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So okay. You'll probably have. You'll probably have it be Tamina. Uh, uh, Natalia, Becky Lynch, Lana, and uh. Well, Lana's only an escort for this, remember? No, no, no. Hang on. Natalia, Becky, Tamina. Okay, wait, hang on. Let me do this one more time. Uh, sorry, guys. It's just I'm very confused now because they. Yeah, Becky got Becky Lynch. Okay, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Charlotte, and uh, Flair, Naomi, and Tamina. So it'll probably be Naomi, Becky Lynch, and, uh, Natalia, and. Uh, uh, Carmella, who get yeah. the win on this, right? Uh, meanwhile, Alicia Fox would be the last eliminated. Uh, Asuka is going to probably be eliminated because of something stupid that Alicia does. 
that'll cause her to be counted oh, out. Oh God! Imagine the heat. Yeah, and it won't. And and uh, but uh, Oscar's not going to take a pin. She's just going to like be counted out or something like that. And yeah. she'll be like uh, very pissed off, and then she'll go face off against Alexa, uh, Alicia Fox afterwards. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you pick Team SmackDown. I'm going to pick Team Raw just because I feel that I don't know. I feel they need it more. That's all. Uh, yeah, they do, but I mean, they both they both need it bad. This has yeah. not been a very good year for the women's revolution. Um, it really hasn't. Like the SmackDown women, kind of they started off strong and then they fell apart once the Money in the Bank storyline started because they only started focusing on Money in the Bank. They were not really focusing on any other mid card matches that they've had. Like remember when the sh- remember when the show first started, you would have like Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss uh, facing off against each other, and then you'd also have. Uh, Nikki Bella and Natalia, and those are both great matches. Yeah. They're not great, but they were like okay matches. But it was like, oh, we have two women's storylines instead of just one, and now it's gone back to just being the one storyline. Yeah. So hopefully, but that's the problem. But for the women's, uh, all the women for some reason have just lost all type of momentum. It's bad, uh, except for Oscar, who's gonna do her best. But it's, yeah, but it's it's tough. Something happened. Like it's just raw. Oscar's the Oscar's the one uh, the one piece of cheese inside a shit sandwich. Basically, I mean Becky Lynch. That was a weird analogy. I don't know where that came from. I'm very excited to watch Becky Lynch versus Oscar. That's a good, that's gonna be a good match. Oh, I just realized that that's gonna be so good. Whenever that happens, that'll be funny. Yeah. Next up, we're gonna do Team Raw versus SmackDown from the men's side. All right. So Team SmackDown, you got Commissioner Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. Team Raw, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Brace for Impact, Triple H. Yeah. Now let's go now to give some context. She, um, Stephanie McMahon came back and named Kurt Angle the captain for Team Raw. Shane McMahon named himself the captain for Team SmackDown. Pretty much invaded Raw with all of SmackDown's roster. Said, "Hey, you're under siege," and it's been a war of words ever since. That's right. Kurt Angle added his uh, on-screen son, Jason Jordan, to Team Raw. Jordan was injured tonight on by Bray Wyatt. Came out and said, "Don't I deserve this. Don't take me off the team, blah, blah, blah. Triple H comes out and says, hey, I'm the fifth member of Team Raw. And then this is the part that you kind of lost your shit at because it was so well done. Uh, where Triple H kind of just looks at Kurt Angle and is like, that's your son? That's your son? And then pedigree Jason Jordan. Now, there are two different directions in which this can be taken, in my opinion. Route one is you build towards Kurt Angle versus Triple H. Uh, and maybe in a retirement match at WrestleMania. I don't know. Or you go the other route where you have Jason Jordan turn heel, kind of align himself with Triple H, and then he's the one who retires Kurt Angle at Mania, and they put on a wrestling clinic. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Um... I mean, first of all, I'd like to say that Team Raw will definitely take the win. Oh, absolutely. Um, Hands down. I mean, that's it. That's just what it is. Because Shane, Shane is the heel in this. Shane, SmackDown's the heel. I mean, the whole thing, it's like Triple H. Yeah, SmackDown's the heel, and Kurt Angle needs this win, but also... Yeah, because uh, Steph- Stephanie McMahon all but said that if Kurt loses, he's fired. Yeah, no, Triple H is involved, so it's like, why is Triple... Like, how is Triple H going to impact this match? Um, all I know is... Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to interrupt this match. They're going to ruin Team SmackDown's chances at a victory. Um, how does Team Raw win is the question. How do they respond afterwards? I don't know. I don't really want to conjecture about it at this point because I haven't really got a chance to take it all in. But, um, yeah, it really... How does Team Smack, How does Team Raw take this win versus how... I mean, we know SmackDown will probably lose, but, like, how do they... How how does this how will this match impact Raw from here on in? Is the question I have. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can kind of see where SmackDown's going. I can't yeah. really tell where. Yeah, because SmackDown's like, hey, we're done being the B show. Show us respect. Yeah, and then, just because we're showing a day later doesn't mean that we're the worst show. Yeah, and then Kane, and then you know, uh, it, but you know, that's enough to like take. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna lose, but I they're gonna kind of be fucked a little bit. It's going to be bad. <laughs> SmackDown's going to be fucked? No, they're going to be fucked over by, like, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, and, like, that, they're and not going set off a whole other chain reaction that I can't wait to see. Yeah, I could totally see where... Yes, exactly. I can foresee where that chain reaction is going. I can't really foresee where the raw reaction is, chain reaction is going to happen. You know what I mean? 
Unpredictable is good, though, in this case. Rob's been good about being unpredictable, and SmackDown's been good about following threads properly. Yeah, because what you need to do here is just give give Raw the rub and then just kind of give them an opportunity to find themselves again. <coughs> and then last on the card, champion versus champion, Brock Lesnar against AJ Styles. Take it away, Eddie. Uh, whoa, that's a lot spot. Uh, I want AJ. I mean, I don't think there's a single person in the world who doesn't want AJ Styles to win this. I want AJ Styles to win because he's AJ Styles. AJ Styles is the greatest of all time. No, he's not the greatest of all time. That's a lie. But he's phenomenal for sure. He's the best. I love him to death. Brock Lesnar, on the other hand, massive piece of shit. Now, this is just from a moral standpoint. You kind of want a guy like AJ Styles to beat a guy like Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar is a piece of garbage and AJ Styles is the man. Now... AJ Styles is faster than Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar doesn't sell, so therefore it doesn't really matter how fast you are in the wrestling world because, like, like Brock Lesnar, you know, you know, like it's like, oh, we're gonna make it seem like he's beating him down, but if Brock Lesnar doesn't want to take any hits, it's like, all right, well, AJ Styles is, uh, you know. Now it's gonna be tough because they really did make D- to me what was problematic is they made Dean Ambrose look like such a punk next to Brock Lesnar. And so AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose are like high up there, or like even like kind of evenly matched a little bit in terms of like body and weight. Yeah, they're both like. I mean, AJ Styles is small as like five eleven. He's gonna be the shortest. Yeah, guy whereas Dean Ambrose is like six four. And they still, you know, AJ Styles is gonna look like the guy that um, it, he he looks like a guy who he's probably. I think he's gonna be the shortest competitor that Brock Lesnar has faced in like years. Uh, in terms of, like, the WWE ring, he's yeah. also going to be the fastest uh, in a while. And also, I mean, the thing about AJ Styles is AJ Styles is literally, he has beaten John Cena, but Brock Lesnar did it in a convincing fashion, whereas John Cena took a while. So it's going to be tough to see who's going to win this one. I'm personally putting AJ over here. I want Raw, because he has a WWE Championship. The WWE Championship needs to be the, saved. Even though it's on what, what they would call the B show. Yeah, but it, the, it, it's the belt. I mean, you get rid of the Universal Championship. You get rid of the WWE Championship, they're probably, they would just change the name of the Universal Championship back to the WWE Championship. Absolutely. But if you got rid of the Universal Championship, they can create another belt. It's fine. But the point is, it, the WWE Championship needs this win. Needs so to be protected at all costs. Needs to be protected at all costs. Brock Lesnar does not need this when AJ Styles has is having his first match after being the WWE champion. He's gonna lose to somebody. That's garbage. Brock Lesnar, however, also there's one other thing. If Paul Heyman seems to love to have Finn Balor's name in his mouth, right? He mentions Finn Balor today. He also goes out and meets up with Finn Balor. Finn Balor has not presented an actual an actual challenge to Brock Lesnar or Paul Heyman yet. Paul Heyman loves to mention Finn Balor. That's all just foreshadowing. AJ so that'll probably be at the Royal Rumble then. AJ Styles just got beaten by Finn Balor. So if AJ Styles can beat Brock Lesnar, that makes Finn Balor an even bigger challenge for Brock Lesnar to overcome because it's like it's like law of energy, right? Yeah. AJ Styles and Finn Balor have a great match. Finn Balor wins. So now AJ Styles is up here. AJ Styles is now the WWE champion, so he's up here against Brock Lesnar. If AJ wins... AJ's over here, Brock's over here, Finn is still above AJ. Now Brock has to climb three stories in order to be the best because now Finn Balor has proven, well, if I can beat AJ Styles, I can easily beat you. Right, because you, you and I were discussing earlier, how the hell does Brock Lesnar get the pops he does because he never wrestles for more than, let's say, 10 minutes. Yeah. He does, he's the, not a fighting champion, and yet the crowd loves him. I don't get it. It's Aura. It's Aura. He's a big dude. I, I, I personally don't like Brock Lesnar. Neither do I. And then, but then I see him in person, and I'm like, oh, shit. He's a big dude. He's a guy. Um, so, it's really just everything about Finn. You know, when you think about Brock Lesnar, it's all just persona. He's got the cool-ass theme music. He's a big dude. He has, like, he's kind of, he's, like, Beaten repetition into us with like you know the, the ideas of like oh suplex city and like you know he just looks like a badass. Is he actually a good wrestler though? Eh, eh, eh. He's alright. Waste of time. I'm tired of. But that being said, uh, fi- uh, I'm very excited uh, to see AJ Styles do his thing and not and Brock Lesnar to just kind of follow along. Like AJ Styles is going to carry Brock Lesnar through that match. Yeah. Anyway, but that Survivor Series is not the only action we have in the weekend, because on Saturday night, as a precursor to the big show, 
NXT TakeOver War Games. That's right. I, I'm a little shy. I'm a little... So I was not aware that we were going to be talking about this. I, so I, I, just, little, I, I just want to run down the card real fast. So I'm a little excited. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Okay. So first on the card, Cash Sona versus Lars Sullivan. I was going to go to Sullivan. Wow. Yeah, because Ono just does not need the win. His music is enough to pop anybody. I listen to that shit at the gym. It's impossible to not get pumped up. Oh, no. Yeah, and also, uh, Lars Sullivan... Oh, no! Lars Sullivan isn't... Is, Lars Sullivan is probably not going to do go very far, but, you know, it's just like, Cassius Ono is a WWE champion, I mean, is an NXT champion in waiting. Yeah. And Lars Sullivan is just... I mean, he beat No Way Jose. Like, that's kind of... Who cares? You know what I mean? Right. Next up, we got... Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. I really want the Velveteen Dream to win this one. Yeah, he's been cutting some promos that are out of this world good because he's kind of an out of this world character. I don't really know what to make of him. He's Prince. He he's heel Prince. That's exactly what he is. No, that's exactly that is exactly that's his whole. Pr- he said yeah. that I'm basing my persona off of Prince. That's what it is. He's got the three eyed glasses. Yeah, and he's a lot. His his finishing move, Josh, is the Purple Rainmaker. <laughs> There you go. Then. He's he's Prince. It's a whole gimmick. Uh, that's and that's a way cooler way. That's a cool way of putting it. Because I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's he's like a homophobic character, right? He's just like a gay black man." I think that's what people were going for. And then when he was like, "I'm Prince," people were like, "Oh, hell's yeah! Oh, yeah, you're fucking Prince, dude." Either he's way, killing it. either way, he doesn't become a joke character though. That's for sure. Either way, he's just been cutting some great promos. I, mean, I I don't want to say shades of Booker T from from like early WCW, but I mean he's he's bizarre. It's great. He's yeah. also let's be he's probably the he is the second greatest talent to come out of Top of Dog. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was on Top of Dog. He's he's like what 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 is it about Top Enough that like if they're bad they're bad, but when they're good they're fucking great. I mean the Miz is is the other one. You know that's I mean? right. You're right. Like there's like two Top Enough people and they are. Phenomenal, but the ones that don't like that do win, like usually the winners. So. Yeah, yeah, the guy who won this year just got released. Yeah, they usually suck, but like, but there's always like one guy who really did a great job, and it's yeah. the Velveteen Dream in this case. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know what? That said, I will pick the Velveteen Dream because with, even with Alistair Black, they kind of they're kind of having him doing that go through hell to get to get to heaven bit like they did with Hideo Itami. Well, also the Velveteen uh, Alistair Black has not lost a match yet. And I think yeah. how like how great would it be if the Vel- if the Velveteen Dream wins? Yeah, his stock is gonna be huge. And then Alistair Black can get his revenge, and that would be cool. Like you know, like yeah. it would be a shock or upset where he's like, "Wow, Velveteen Dream actually won," and then Alistair Black gets a rematch, and then finally gets to kick Velveteen Dream right. in the face, which is all we want. Now, in the pre-show uh, of Takeover War Games, we're gonna have. For the UK Championship, we're going to have Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano. I'm a huge Pete Dunne mark. You're a big Johnny Gargano mark. Oh, it's going to get a fucking... It's going to get a Pete Dunne, though. I don't know, man. You think the, United, you, the UK tour... The UK Championship. The UK... Oh, wait. Is the UK Champion going to be like the Intercontinental Champion on NXT? Is that what's going to be? Is that going to be the mid-card title? Maybe. If that happens, Johnny, maybe Johnny Gargano wins. Maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know. But that's a championship that only goes to... That should only belong to the United Kingdom. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah, so I figure they're all, they're either going to be doing... Uh, and that's like when they gave Shawn Michaels European Championship. It's like, why? Why? Yeah. He's American. So maybe they'll have a, a Tyler Bate run-in. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna pick Johnny Gargano just because I've heard that Pete Dunne he's not doing any more ICW shows. I mean that doesn't matter. Though. He's canceled a lot of indie dates, and so I think he's gonna be tra- transferring over to WWE a little more full time at this point. Yeah, but again, it's like why? Would, and also, Pete Dunne um, doesn't need the like Johnny Gargano doesn't really need a win. Need the win. Neither does Pete Dunne. No, Pete Dunne has only had like three, four matches. Like Pete Dunne doesn't wrestle enough. For him yeah. to lose. Does that make sense? Like, he still technically hasn't debuted. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's kind of still, a, like, a, like with Johnny Gargano, it's like, well, he takes a loss, and then you can just say, oh, man, Johnny Gargano. Then you can have, uh, what's his name, Nigel McGuinness go. So I'm like, Johnny Gargano, he, uh, he hasn't uh, really got, uh, he hasn't really got uh, um, uh, Tomasa Champ off his brain yet. 
Oh man, that's crazy. What a good showing from Gargano, but my god, does he really need to get the fuck over that thing? Like, you know, like that type of thing. Yeah. And Pete Dunn can be like, you know, oh, Pete Dunn, the great, the great UK champion. And then he can lose his title to, yeah, I don't fucking care. But the point is, maybe Damien Burge or somebody that we haven't really, like, heard of yet. But, like, yeah. Trent Seven. But, like, the point is, that if they, if they move that to an American, it's going to be weird. We'll find out. Next up, we'll do the Fatal 4-Way for the vacant NXT Women's Champion. Cool. So I got, I got. Wait, wait, hold on. So keep to set the stage, Asuka broke her collarbone at SummerSlam weekend. She vacated the title, is now on Raw. The four ladies in this Fatal 4-Way match for the NXT Women's Championship. Ember Moon, nice. Kyrie Sane, yeah. Nikki Cross, uh-huh. and Peyton Royce with escort Billy Kay. Yeah. Who have you got and why? I don't. I don't get anybody. Because they're all four of these women need to win this. I mean, should win this, and there's not a single person on this on this match that I don't think deserves to be the women's champion. It's, whoever wins this, I will be completely satisfied with. Nikki Cross is the fucking best. Peyton Royce would be so interesting. I I would I would personally put my money on Peyton Royce, just because we just finished having Oscar as the most as a dominant fucking champion who killed it and was like an amazing and didn't need any help. And now you have Ember Moon. I mean, then you have Peyton Royce with Billy Kay. Complete shift. Now you have the uh, the beautiful people from yeah. TNA. Now you have a female like Triple H. Now you have like oh, instead of having the dominant ass kicking champion, you have the ch- the cowardly champion with the yeah with the with belt a, with a manager yeah who carries the belt out. Like that would be fun. That would be cool. And then and then this way you could slowly build up either of the remaining three. And also, Peyton Royce is not a bad wrestler either. So uh, it's not like yeah. I mean, like, she can't cut a promo to save her life, which but, is phenomenal. But watching, great. but also watching her and Billy Kay have fun together is always great. Yeah, you know, it's always fun. And, now, then, there, and then there's Kyrie Sane, who's probably got the best elbow drop I've seen since Shawn Michaels. Uh, Kyrie Sane is sort of the favorite to win this because. She was the first to be announced. It would be a great way to like introduce her to the NXT, um, and it's kind of like, well, you just won the Mae Young Classic, so here you are now. That being yeah. said, yeah, totally. Her elbow draft is great. Um, I think she'd be a lot more fun chasing Peyton, Peyton Royce, though, than yeah. she would be um, at champion. Nikki Cross is also great, because it would be cool to see that Sanity has the women's championship and, and, the, the, tag team, and yeah. the tag team. Um she also deserves it just as much because people love Nikki Cross. And there's Ember Moon, heir apparent to the NXT Championship, and Asuka, um, who will, you know, if she wins, certainly no skin off my nose. I love, so basically all four of these, all all, all, the, all four of these opportunities are great. It's going to be very hard to see the finish of this match and be disappointed is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, whoever wins, the future is bright for the NXT Women's Championship, but that's the problem with Asuka. I loved Asuka very much, and I still do. Because she was undefeated, it got a little bland at times. Yeah, I can understand that. But now that. you have four women who are like, all four storylines will be different. Because she was undefeated, they kind of weren't adhering to the to the tried and tested formula. If someone's going to be undefeated, have them get their butt kicked a little more each time. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Or like, um... I mean, think of Rusev's run 2014. He came up, he was putting people in the accolade, tapping them out within maybe two minutes or less. <laughs> but, then, but then with each passing pay-per-view, it's, um... He's get he's going a little longer, a few more minutes here, a few more spots there. Yeah. Oscar. Before he finally has this great match with John Cena at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and is pinned at long last. Yeah, Oscar still has not lost. Um, right. And that's cool to me, but at the same time, it's like, um, oh, Oscar's not in this. Like, no. all right, cool. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, Oscar's not winning this, and all four of these women in my were always constant challengers, except for Kerry Sane, because they're May, May Young. But you know, like Peyton Royce, Nikki Cross, Never Moon were Oscar's biggest challengers. They were so now all three of them are like in the same match with Kyrie Sane, and whoever wins is the future of the women's championship. That's yeah, great. for sure. That's cool. I have no problem yeah. with that. Next up is going to be, at least for me, the toilet match for the NXT Championship. The champion Drew McIntyre against Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. Okay, why would you say toilet match? NXT's great no matter what happens. I don't know, man. Just like there's no toilet match in the NXT. There's not a single one. McIntyre, his match with Bobby Roode at, at SummerSlam was so great. And take for over. that... Say what? Takeover. Yeah, 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 Takeover Brooklyn, yeah. And then Andrade Almas, who, mighty, he's got a lot of momentum in his back. He's gotten a lot better in the past year. 
But is he main event ready? I don't think he is. I think he is. I like him. I mean, first of all, let's remember, main events in NXT isn't as bad, isn't as insane as, like, main event in WWE. So, like, you can experiment a little. Like, Jinder Mahal is one story. But, like, I'd rather see an almost could win and then just be like, well, that didn't work. All right, cool. Yeah. Move on. And we're all cool with it. Also, almost does look ready. And, I mean, you know... Uh, you know, Vega is just uh, a fucking monster on the mic. Uh, and also, she's got a hell of a hurricanrana. Like, I, I foresee them doing a little bit of running uh, of the NXT, and I think it would be kind of cool. That being said, Drew McIntyre will probably win this, but uh, it would be a great match. But Drew McIntyre will probably win this because Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. That brings us to the main event. A war games match featuring the authors of pain and Roderick Strong versus Sanity, Alexander Wolf, Eric Young, and Killian Dane against the undisputed area, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby. baby. Yeah, that's gonna be the undisputed era that wins that. There's no chance. Uh, yeah, because Adam Cole, it's his first pay per view. He needs the win. Adam Cole, former R- Ring of Honor champion. I mean, also the undisputed era needs the the authors of pain are leaving. Roderick Strong will probably join the Undisputed Era, in my opinion. I think that'll be a new Four Horsemen kind of situation. Yeah. And the Insanity is still Tag Team Champions. Uh, Authors of Pain will probably be betrayed by Roderick Strong. That's the way I will see it. Because they've been teasing it, and then they and then they were like, Nope, Roderick Strong, he's not a heel, he's a face, oh my god. But he pulled like an Austin before the Alliance, a joint the Alliance turn situation, where it's yeah. like... You know, he'll, he looks like he's on that one team, and then he'll betray the team, uh, and then he'll join his Ring of Honor cohorts. I mean, he is, you know, we've made enough of a point to say this is fucking Roddy Strong. He's a Ring of Honor expat. You know, like, he's he's loved, yeah. and, and, he, and you're going to tell me that he's not going to work with Adam Cole... Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish. He probably is like best friends with all three of yeah, those guys. Yeah, but booking aside, the real significance of this is that it's a War Games match. So, keep in mind, folks, what a War Games match is, it's basically Hell in a Cell, but it spans across two rings. Yeah. And this and a was, big ass cage. Yeah, this first came up in WCW. This is the first time they're doing this kind of match in almost 20 years. And for me, Eddie, it's just. This seems like a uh, what's been a trend of WWE finally recognizing the existence of WCW because this was this was a WCW thing. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, they have they have Starcade coming up uh, week after week after uh, Thanksgiving. Then they've got, or maybe it's on Thanksgiving weekend. They've got um, it's Thanksgiving weekend. It's yeah. Survivor Series. Survivor Series was created in order to take that down. Yeah, and then they they've got Clash of the Champions for SmackDown next month. I mean, slowly but surely. I mean, granted, we also had the Great American Bash. That was actually, like, I think the first of those, right? The Great American Bash. And the U.S. title is, is acknowledging it. But you're right. Yeah, but like, they, 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 they're starting to say, like, no, WCW did exist. It wasn't just some company we bought. It, it was a company of, in its own right. They had a great run before we came in. They had Sting. They had Ric Flair. They're responsible for a lot of the best wrestlers in the world. The Bullet Club. I mean, the Bullet Club. Not the Bullet Club. Sorry. The Bullet Club is NWO 2.0, and they acknowledge yeah. that with the two suite. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's all Triple H. I don't think that's Vince. I think that's Triple H. He, Triple H understands. He was part of WCW. Yeah, early in his career, he was. Yeah. So um, I think that Triple H get it, like throwing a little bit. Also, let's not forget his best friends ran WCW. Like yeah, Kevin Nash. Scott Hall, like, and then it's just click. Yeah, it's just another fact. Like, the click was two factions, was DX and NWO, but NWO yeah. ran it. I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Nash is in Triple H's ear being like, hey, 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 fucking Hunter, my, my man's, my man's Hunter. Yo, have you ever thought about Hunter? Like, just, yo, like, straight up. Have you ever thought about, like, I don't know, like, for, oh. like, NXT, what if NXT did, uh, 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 War Games? And then Triple H is like, Kevin, that's a that's a great idea, Kevin. Uh, I think uh, I think I'll talk to uh, Sean about it, and uh, we'll uh, get uh, it done. Uh, and then they did that. Triple H, please don't please don't pedigree us for that impression. I'm sorry, H. I love you. Uh, you're <laughs> my buddy. Um, no, I think that's what's happening. I don't, and I'm not saying that as disrespectful. I think 
Triple H is a smart man. Triple H recognizes... Uh, yeah, I mean, Triple H is... But he's built money. NXT from the ground up. I mean, NXT is his baby. Triple H knows what makes money, and what makes money is just being a wrestling fan. Triple H is smart, because Triple H isn't trying to force anything. Triple H is working a very strong bench of he's working nostalgia. He knows what this... He, he is working nostalgia to a T. Yeah. But he also recognizes that the future is here. But it's not about it's not about booking nostalgia over the acts. It's about using nostalgia to propel the future, and that's what Triple H is doing such a great fucking job about. He's taking the past and he's using it as a bench park for people to like jump over, as opposed to having Stone Cold Steve Austin stunner Xavier Woods. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> but that was a WrestleMania moment. That wasn't a WrestleMania moment. I hated that moment. But what I do like is that they're doing, like you know, we're doing war games, but we're doing it with our own guys. And we're and we're and we're just gonna use it to make them better. Like I think that's so smart. I yeah, like I mean this, this is gonna be a great match because you because you know that uh, you're gonna see some high flying action from both Roddy Strong and Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly and um, Bobby Fish. They're gonna they're gonna rock it as well. Sandy's just gonna be all over the place. You ever think about the you, fact you know you know that um, authors of pain are probably gonna put some people through tables. You ever think about the fact that um, that. I always, I never, I, ne- I, I'm gonna be honest. Like every other team that goes up against the Authors of Pain, always look like they're getting their asses kicked. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish never look like they're like outmatched by the Kyle by the Authors of Pain. Like, yeah, they always look like they can just kick the shit out of those guys. Yeah, because with Authors of Pain and uh, versus DIY, DIY, that not DIY, 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 I can't talk tonight. Yeah, uh, Gargano and Champa, they, they looked like they were getting their ass kicked, but they also did that had that whole underdog thing going on where they just struggled to their feet and kept jumping off ladders or doing yeah, taking these crazy Yeah, and bumps. Bobby Fish like, are just no-selling the Office of Pain. It's great. Like They're just beating the shit. The Office of Pain come out there, and then Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish literally just, they just beat them in the face. Like They just keep punching them. There's two of them. Yeah. Like, and, and they Neither room is a very big guy. And they picked a fight with Sandy and the Office of the Pain. And they're winning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's not a moment where I'm watching this and I'm going, yeah, come on, Bobby Fish could probably take all five of these Get guys. Jay Lethal, you could say it's a Ring of Honor invasion. Well, I mean, it is a Ring of Honor invasion that's about to happen because Roderick Strong is going to join them and it's going to be a four stable. And then, yeah, you could get Jay Lethal, but I don't think Jay Lethal wants to be doing this. I think... You could get Jay Lethal, you could get Moose, you could get... Mm, I don't know yet. Uh, it's going to be weird. Whoever, I mean, they might do a fifth person. They yeah. might just stick with just having the four of them. I think four is a good number. But, I mean, they really, they should have picked a better name than Undisputed. Honestly, if they just did something like, if they just called themselves something like Ring of Honor. Yeah. Like, if they were, like, the Honor Brigade, I would be like, hell yeah. Or, like. Or just, how about Adam Cole with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly? Hey, I think it's just, I think if they did, if they're, if they're going to have a, uh, a name, they're, that means they're probably going to add a fourth person. Maybe. Like. Yeah, it could be Adam Cole with Bobby, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley. But New Disputed Era is like, that's just like, hey, we could add a fourth person and you'd be like, oh yeah, they have a name. It's a, it's a rush name, though. I New think, yeah. New Disputed Era is a... Is a uh, there's also doesn't seem to be much of a point to it. I mean, the name makes no sense. Like, yeah. the authors of pain, it's like, all right, we're still we're really, really sticking with the whole book imagery. Sandy's yeah. like, we're crazy people. But New Disputed Era is like, Undisputed what? You guys don't have any titles. Yeah, but uh, you pick Undisputed Era for this match. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree with you, just because it's their first pay-per-view. They, Adam Cole's going to need a big win to establish momentum. Uh, Authors of Pain are leaving, as you said, and Rod, and Sanity, they're the tag team champions, and, and Roddy Strong, he's probably going to join Undisputed Era. Yeah, or, he'll, or he will continue feuding with the Undisputed Era. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But either way, Roderick Strong does not need this win. No, um, of course not. Era needs it the most. It's War Games, and I don't think... Yeah. I don't think it'd be... It's, oh, gosh. It's just... Adam Cole, baby. And you know what's so crazy about Adam Cole? Adam Cole's like... Adam Cole's like not a specific... It's not like a... It's like not a overt... Um, he's all charisma. Like, it's yeah. amazing. Like, Adam Cole's one of those guys that I'm pretty sure everybody's like, I love Adam Cole, but it's like... He's not going to go down as, like, the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah. He's just a cool wrestler to like. Anyway, that's all from Inside the Vault today. Uh, you got your show in New Orleans. Uh, what days are the 96 Bulls performing? So we're just going to be on the 18th, but we're going to be there from the 15th to the 20th. So if you want to come out, feel free to say hi. I'm going to be there. Cool. Drunk. Yeah, <laughs> as you are in New Orleans. 
All right. Uh, we, I will be back with you guys on the night of the 19th. The episode will go up on the 20th. We'll have some special guests doing a bit of a roundtable for, um, for Survivor Series, including the, uh, the composer of our theme music, Matt the Hurricane Harvey, a champion in his own right. Uh, hope to have you there as well. I mean, I might be there, but if you don't need, I mean, you know, you can, you can probably, you guys could probably do without my sardonic, cynical nature on this one. Just, uh, <laughs> just know that I'm here in spirit, and I, you know, if, I, if you want, you can follow my live stream about it. I'll be at the Worst Boy with Hawaii, and and uh, and you, yeah, and just you can keep up with that. You know. You can follow me on Twitter, JB's World Three Two Eight Six. Like us on Facebook, Video Vault. Follow us on Twitter, Video Underscore. Vault PC, PC stands for podcast. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you gotta add Stitcher to our our Twitter menu, by the way. Oh yeah, I do. I gotta change. Gotta change your handle there as well. Yeah, it's at the worst boy with an yep. I. No, that's my catchphrase. That's my catchphrase. You guys like my catchphrase? Say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yes. All right. Eddie, like, like, like my balls. Eddie has uh, gotten into the old VHS library a little too much. We're gonna have to go get him to come down from this. Um, that's like all. My ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't forget to lock up, kids. Good night. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 